Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, I have the screen up here. Uh, it gives, I, have, I have some interesting news. I'm one of the, the few comedians who works in uh, PowerPoint. <laughs> if you think I'm kidding, I'm not. And uh, I actually have some bad news. Uh, that's me right there, but this actually, uh, this is uh, not a comedy show. You've been lured here. I actually want to talk to you about a timeshare here at the dry bar. <laughs> you could own your seat one week a year. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I, I wouldn't really do it. But I used to be an engineer. Any engineers in the crowd? Yay! That was so pathetic. <laughs> and yet so perfect for engineers. So because I'm an engineer, I put my act on PowerPoint. That's how engineers communicate. And uh, that was me. When I was an engineer, I worked in Silicon Valley, San Jose. Yeah. <laughs> People are actually, oh my God, that's wrong. <laughs> this is how big a nerd I was. My pants stopped right about here. <laughs> if you're, if, if you're, I didn't even wear shirts, turtleneck pants, that's what I wore. <laughs> I was tucking my nipples in, that's not right. <laughs> I had to undo my fly to shake hands with people. That's how high my pants were. I feel this is a nerdy crowd, I do. And by the way, I am a nerd, I am not a geek. I am a nerd, not a geek. And what's the difference you say between a nerd and a geek? I actually have a uh, Venn diagram to show you. I, uh, I have lots of graphs and charts, be prepared. It takes three things to be a nerd. You have to be smart, socially awkward, and obsessed. All three of those things. You're just laughing at the chart, sir. Clearly he's in marketing. Smart, socially awkward, and obsessed, you're a nerd. Geeks, on the other hand, tend to be just smart and obsessed. They're just Star Trek geeks, comic book geeks. They go to conventions, they go to public events. Not nerds, I'm not at a convention unless I'm working IT support. That's the only reason I'm there. 
Up here, if you're smart and socially awkward, uh, you're a dork. <laughs> and we have all spent time in the dork region. <laughs> and if you're socially awkward and obsessed, uh, you're a stalker. See how that works? <laughs> I love to watch people try to figure out where they are on my chart. <laughs> I think I'm a dork stalker. <laughs> so what does it mean to be a nerd? Because I'm a proud nerd. So there's a couple of things you can tell if you're a nerd. First of all, when it comes to formal wear, if you're a nerd, we love cargo pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people are with me. I got my cargo pants on right now, baby. I got pockets everywhere. I love cargo. I have cargo underwear on. That's how much I love cargo pants. <laughs> And by the way, really big nerds, really big nerds, they're in cargo shorts. <laughs> Several, people are pointing at each other. Oh yeah, Doug, Doug wears the cargo shorts. And I defend cargo pants, I do. I think they're superior. My wife is horrified that I wear cargo pants. I did a cargo pant analysis, okay? Here's a regular pair of pants. That much is functional, that totally useless part of the pant. There is nothing, that right there, that is a great pair of pants, look at that. That's a great pair of pants. Look at that. You could, you could carry your entire life in those pants. You could keep an extra pair of pants in a pocket of your pants. You're prepared for anything. What else does that mean to know? We love charts. I love charts. I love, I collect charts. And I like a chart that really sums things up in like one visual experience, a whole, whole thing in one chart. For example, here's what's gonna happen if you're making microwave popcorn, okay? Here's the number of edible pieces here on the y-axis. And on the x-axis is the time, right? You're at one minutes, two minutes, no pieces have popped, right? Very quiet, nothing happening in the microwave. At some point above two minutes, you don't know exactly where, all pieces are popped, all pieces are burned. Right? That, that happens every time, right? Quiet, 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 it's all, they're all popped. The bag is on fire, the smoke alarm is blaring and your house will stink for at least a week. That is the experience. And that window of edible popcorn, that is a one nanosecond. You do not stand a chance. Some of my charts, I don't know why they're true. I just know from experience that this is what happens. This is my gym, the locker room of my gym, okay? I walk in, I am that blue dot right there. I start to get changed. Pretty much the minute I get all my clothes off, 12 guys walk in and this is where their lockers are. Does that not happen every single time? Huge empty locker room, I'm surrounded by naked guys within seconds. Defies probability, that defies probability. And speaking of probability, basic probability says if you flip a quarter a thousand times, it'll land heads 500 times and tails 500 times. When there's a standard deviation, that's what will happen, I guarantee it. And that will hold true for a quarter, but not everything. When my son was little, he loved jelly bread. <laughs> if you drop a piece of jelly bread a thousand times, and parents know, you give your kid a piece of jelly bread, it, it hits the floor, it's not gonna land jelly side up. No, that's not as messy. The messy way, 800 times out of 1,000. You get a break 200 times out of 1,000. Right, right parents, right? And that's on a kitchen floor, right? If, if you have a nice rug, forget it, you don't stand a chance. I've seen a piece of jelly bread get an inch above a nice carpet, hover, and then flip the other way. It's a law of physics, jelly bread physics. 
Yeah, there's some things I can't prove. I just believe them to be true. I believe there is only one ultrasound, and they give the same photo to every single person. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I've, I've never seen one that didn't look like everybody's ever like, hey, that's you, that's my son, that's my. They all look the same. Sometimes I walk by a joke. I walk by this sign. Now, that's a good sign. It's a good sign. It's not a great sign. I immediately thought of a better sign. Want to see a better sign? That is a better sign. <laughs> if you didn't see the difference, I'll show it to you again. Good sign, far superior sign. And if you didn't see a difference, have your prescription checked right now. See, that sign's better because people walking by are going to want to come in. You're going to have walk up and people are going to go, oh, oh no, I think I need glasses. Sometimes I find charts. Yeah, I found this chart, they took a survey. They said, what's the first thing you do when you get out of bed in the morning and this year? And they said, 34% uh, of people read email, 23% check weather, 20% post to social media, 17% read news, 6% check markets. Life has changed so much just from 25 years ago. Let's go back to 1995. If you ask the same question, what is the first thing you do when you get out of bed in the morning? 97% of people would say, I pee. <laughs> Remember the good old days when we had time to pee in the morning? Now we have all kinds of things to do. By the way, 3% of people would say, I changed the sheets because I peed him. That was the other one. <laughs> Is that progress? I don't think that's progress. What else have you been Big data is that we live by big data. I love statistics, big data, analytics, whatever it is. But here's the thing. When it comes to big data, there's a lot of bad data out there. Because statistics can be manipulated. To show you how you can manipulate statistics, these are actual true statistics. Watch what I do with them. These are actual true. Uh, it turns out in China, there's about 1.4 billion people in China, right? 1.4. There are 7 billion people on Earth. Therefore, statistically, it cannot be argued one out of every five babies born on Earth are, in fact, Chinese. So you could say, statistically, if you got four kids, you're expecting a fifth, it will be Chinese. <laughs> So don't be surprised, that's all I'm saying, don't be surprised. I don't have a problem with it, your fifth kid's gonna be Chinese, just deal with it. So when you hear a statistic, always ask about the other side of a statistic. Ask, you know, look at it from a different perspective. 44% of marriages end in divorce, 44%. Now, that's a scary number, that, that's scary. When you first get married, you're like, oh my God. But here's the thing, it's not so scary when you look at it from a different perspective. If 44% of marriages end in divorce, you know what that means? 56% of marriages end in death. <laughs> Those are the two ways that marriages end, folks. <laughs> Apparently, this is just occurring to some of the married people out there. Just be, enjoy being married, because it's not pretty when it ends, trust me. Perspective is important. Here's another one. 65% of Americans are overweight for their height. But maybe, just maybe, 65% of Americans are just not tall enough for their weight. <laughs> I am not 20 pounds overweight. I am three inches too short, darn it. I'm going to Height Watchers. Uh, the insurance companies will tell you this is true. 95% of all car accidents occur within one mile of your home. That is true. And even in the brightest of crowds, there's always a couple of people thinking, ooh, I gotta move.
No, that's not going to help. Trust me, that is not going to help. But if you believe that, therefore, if you believe that, the safest thing to do is park one mile from your home and walk the rest of the way. Really, do that. Please do that. This one's amazing. I wrote it as a joke, but I actually think it's a good idea. Watch this. When the lottery a couple years ago hit $1.6 billion, 146 million people bought tickets. 146, remember that number. 146 million people bought tickets. In the 2016 president's election, 136 million people voted. 10 million less than played the lottery. Yeah. So you know what? We want more people to vote. Every election, we should pick one voter to win $1.6 billion. <laughs> Look at that. Now we're all, I can't wait to vote. Let's go vote. We wait in line for hours. Who are you voting for? I don't care. Give me a quick pick. I just got to get in. This is a true survey. They asked women. I did not make this up. This, I read this and immediately thought what I'm about to share. 33% of women polled said they have dated an ugly guy just because he was f I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Which I think is amazing. Ladies, you use a criteria. Nothing, I've never heard a man ever say, well, she's not very uh, pretty, but she's funny. I want to go out with her. It doesn't happen. So thank you, ladies, for so, being so much less shallow than men. That's what I'm saying. So I thought that was great until I realized, hold on, I'm married. You know what that really means? That means there's a one in three chance my wife thinks I'm ugly. I'm like, honey, am I good looking? You're funny. Shut up. And then finally, I hear this one on the radio all the time. One in 10 people suffer from hemorrhoids. One out of ten people suffer from hemorrhoids. Does that mean that nine out of ten people actually enjoy hemorrhoids? Ooh, the itching and burning. Ooh. That's that time of year they're back. Ooh. Let's go dancing. I can't sit down anyway. Come on. The question I always get more than anything is, how does somebody go from engineer to comedian? That's not your typical career path. So, uh... I realize I used Venn diagrams earlier, but uh, it, Venn diagrams is a perfect way to explain how this happened. So here's what happened in my career choice, okay? I was in high school, I was good at two things. I had math skills, and I was good at problem solving. And when you're good at those two things, no guidance counselor says, you, sir, should be a comedian. <laughs> they would get fired. So they said I should become an engineer, so that's what I think, I'm an engineering degree, right? Over here, if you got people skills, you're good with people, and you're good at problem solving, you probably go into management, right? You're your MBA, makes perfect sense. Over here, if you got OCD, everything has to be exactly right. And you have math skills, uh, you're an accountant, is what you are. 
You can't solve any problems, but you can identify them. That's how that works. That's what accountants do, trust me. They're like, this is not adding up. You, this is not good. I am so glad I am not you. Over here, if you're into drinking and you have people skills, well, join our sales force. Welcome aboard. Over here, if you're uh, heartless and you have OCD, uh, you're in human resources. Don't worry, they're not here. And if you're heartless and into drinking, uh, you're a lawyer is what you are. And if you're all those things, you are in fact a comedian. Thank you. Thank you. I don't think a Venn diagram has ever gotten applause before. That was a new one. That was a new one for me. So this last thing I'm going to present, this is my kind of my research study. I, uh, I, when I first got married, I, I, you know, it was just, it was hard for me. I was an engineer. What did I do? I solved problems all day. I solved problems all day. And I couldn't stop. I'd come home from work and I'd solve, my wife would give me a problem and I'd solve it. And it turns out to not be a skill necessary in marriage. Yeah. One time she said, I feel fat. I said, reduce your caloric intake, increase your activity. <laughs> that is not the correct answer. The correct answer is, you're pretty. So I wrote that down. I got better at it. I learned. I, I started collecting data, because that's what engineers do. And I, and I put it together. I called the Engineer's Guide to Life. And uh, your results may vary, by the way. <laughs> do your own studies. But a lot of truths came out of the data. The first one, I plotted, and not a lot of guys do this. I plotted the chances of me winning argument versus time. And three distinct periods popped out of the data. When we were first dating, I had a 50-50 shot in any argument. I had no inkling at the time that those were the glory days. <laughs> that is the best I would ever do. Because once we got engaged, it immediately dropped to one in four. And then since I've been married, I am uh, 0 for 963. <laughs> I actually thought I won one argument. We argued about who won that argument, and I lost the argument about who won the argument, but I think I won one. So why, my question was, why am I losing so many arguments? So I did what any good engineer would do. I flowcharted an actual argument we had. <laughs> this is a true story. When my son was little, I had a mobile of all the planets that I was gonna hang from the ceiling of his room, right? So I hung the sun and Mercury and Venus and the Earth and Mars, and I went to hang Pluto, because it was in the box. And I went, oh wait, Pluto's not a planet. I'm not gonna hang it. And my wife said, yes, it is. Pluto's a planet. We learned it at school. It's the ninth planet. It's the one all the way out there. It's the ninth planet. It, no, actually, it's been downgraded. It's a dwarf planet now. It's, uh, it's, it's not a planet. She goes, yes, it's, this is where the argument started. Watch where it goes. It's stunning. So she says, Pluto is a planet. I say, no. She says, are you saying I'm dumb? <laughs> that is what we call a trap. If I say no or yes, that leads to divorce. I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I don't say that. I say no, I'm a good husband. Says, I don't like the way you argue. You're using science and logic and math. You are saying I'm dumb. Again, if I say yes, that leads to divorce. So I say no. She goes, why don't you respect me? You don't even care about my feelings. This is a trap in the other direction. Right? Because if I say no, I don't care about your feelings. That leads to divorce. So then I, go, I say yes. She goes, well, do you want to sleep on the couch? And well, frankly, uh, that's not really an option. So in our house, uh, Pluto is officially a planet. <laughs> In fact, it is my favorite planet now, by the way. <laughs> I redid the mobile. Uh, Pluto is now the center of the universe. All the other planets revolve around Pluto. 
It's a great planet. So this will be the nerdiest thing I do, and I, and, uh, and I hope you hang in there. It gets pretty nerdy. But I was trying to logically figure out how to have a happy marriage. So I went back to when I designed computers. It's called a logic map. And when you design a computer, the way it thinks is using AND gates and OR gates. It's called Boolean logic. And like for, there's, a gate, there's an AND gate, which says there's two inputs, A and B. And when both inputs are true, the output's true. A and B both have to be true. So if either input's false, the output is false, right? Then there's an OR gate. It says if A or B is true, the output's true, right? So if either one's true, the output's true. And only when they're both false is the output false. How does this get funny? Please get to it quickly. <laughs> I figured out the happiness logic map. Okay, here we go. The happy, there's two inputs, me and my wife, Laura. Don and Laura. We'll start with the most easy case. Don is wrong and Laura is right. The ladies are saying it, Laura's right. I have no problem there. She's right, it's right. This is where it gets complicated. All right, if we're both right, Laura's right. And again, I have no problem with that because she's right, so okay, okay, I'll give it to her, that's fine. Here's where it really gets messy. If I'm right and she's wrong, doesn't happen often, now and then, doesn't matter, I would rather be happy than right, so Laura's right. And then the hardest one, if we're both wrong, Don is wrong. If you're single, get out your phone, take a picture of this right now. This took me 20 years to figure out. I'm sharing it with you now. Now, a lot of times when I got in trouble, I made my wife upset, it's because I was trying to help. I was watching her vacuum one day and clearly she did not have a plan. Then she went that way and that way. She went over the same spot like seven times. And as I sat there on the couch, which might've been the problem now that I think about it. I said, you know, honey, there's a more efficient way to vacuum. If you went around the room like a Zamboni at an ice rink, you wouldn't go over the same spot every, every time. And it was me more efficient, have more free time. I'm trying to help you out, it's more efficient. I said, you know, Don, that is more efficient. Wanna know why? Because you're gonna be doing it from now on. And I do the vacuuming and I think I, I do it better. I think I won that argument. But I'm not allowed to say it, so there you go. Now, my wife and I, you know, opposites attract. It's amazing. She's intuitive and spontaneous. I'm logical and structured. And it, it comes with financially, it's the same way. One, almost every couple, one person's a saver, one person's a spender. In our relationship, I'm the saver and my wife is the spender. And we're both very good at what we do. <laughs> so we recently got, like a distant relative died and left us $6,000 out of the blue. So we each budgeted it. And I said to my wife, here's how I'd like to spend it. I'm a guy, but I want to spend it. So I want to get a QLED TV, an 85 inch big TV, right? And that's $47.99. And then I want to save the rest, $1,201. That's, that was my plan. And she looked at this and amazing to me, she goes, that's all you're going to save? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? She goes, I got a much better plan than that. I went, I got excited. I'm like, well, you're going to save more? Tell me more. She goes, well, first of all, forget about your TV for now. What we really need is a new couch, a new uh, coffee table, and a new rug, because the other ones are almost five years old. They're out of style. I'm like, ah! She goes, I can get the uh, couch for $2,900, uh, I get the coffee table for $9,900, and the uh, rug for $19,99. And I quickly added it in my head, and I said, well, that's $59.97. I added it in my head, and that's only $3 in savings. She goes, what are you talking about? It's way more savings than that. I said, how do you figure? She goes, well, first of all, that's the sale price. The actual price of the couch was $44.99. I saved $1,500.
The coffee table, that was $16.99. I saved another $700 there. The rug I got for, look at, $2,000 off of the rug for a total savings of $4,200. Wait, she went on. I'm now gonna take that $4,200 that I just saved, buy that television, which I found on sale, saving another $800 for a total savings of $5,000. I'm like, honey, you are so hot right now. How did you do that? One thing she's upset with me is I won't go shopping with her anymore. I, I can't, I'm older, I can't keep up. I get cramps, I get weak. And she goes, well, you just don't wanna hang out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. With me. I said, no, I just, I don't shop like you. She goes, what are you talking about? I go, when I shop, I don't shop the same way. She goes, well, how do you shop? I said, oh, I'll show you. I got a GPS tracking device. Here's how I shop. And then I tracked her. So here's, I need a pair of pants. Here's how I shop. Here's how Don shops. I walk in the mall, take a left, take a right, buy some pants, take a left, take a right, and go home. <laughs> it takes me six minutes and costs me $33. I am done shopping for 2020. I got my cargo pants. I'm ready to go. Same thing, Laura needs to go shopping. She needs a pair of pants. Here's how Laura does it. She walks in the mall, there she is right there. Three hours, 26 minutes, $876. So my wife saw me do this bit. She goes, you're not asking yourself the right question, mister. Ask yourself who's the more efficient shopper, Mr. Smarty Cargo Pants. Let's do the analysis. You, Don, you spent $33 in six minutes. That's a cost per minute of $5.50 per minute. I, Laura, spent $876 in two hundred six minutes. That's $4.25. I kicked your butt. I love it when you talk nerdy to me, honey. Talk nerdy to me. And then finally, there's a lot of keys to a happy marriage. This, I believe, is one of the many keys, but if you can get this to happen, it's really gonna be good. Two things need to line up. Your spouse's looks here and your vision over there need to decay at exactly the same rate. That is a beautiful thing. Come on. Come on. It doesn't mean you both look the same to each other your whole life. You can always be, I can look right at my wife and say, honey, you're as beautiful as the day I met you. Oh, I'm sorry, you're over there. You're as beautiful as the day I met you. That's it for me. You guys have been so much fun. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Hey there, this is Don McMillan. I hope you had a good time watching. I know I had a good time watching you. I don't, you don't know if you knew that, but I can actually see you laughing, so thank you very much. Uh, if you had a good time uh, and you want to leave a tip, I'm not saying you have to, but if you want to leave a tip, there's some buttons down there at the bottom. You can see them. And uh, I just want you to let you know that all the proceeds from any money that you give through the tip will go to feed my son, uh, and, and he's really hungry. He's a large boy. He's bigger than me. He's, he's six foot five and he's 16 years old. He's eating everything. In fact, we haven't seen the cat in a couple of weeks. We're a little worried, but he's hungry. So if you want to give, that's where the money will go. And uh, thanks again for laughing. Take care. 
If you love what you heard today, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode with friends and family and let's spread the laughter. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on today's guests and special offers just for our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon with even more laughs. Join the fucking funny community today. <laughs>